This is a CJSR podcast. I was literally going through it yesterday and today. I just had a show. There's so much love. And my stupid self is like, run away from this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, we're not doing this. Because I've had a pattern where like, yo, attention kills me, bro. I don't know how people like attention so much. Hey, I am B-Boye Onanuga, and this is High Level Hip Hop. Fresh music from CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. Do you remember those classic Canadian commercials from about 15 years ago? The one with all the kids doing their thing? What's your thing? With the one kid who was into bugs, and the skateboarder, and the T-Rex kid? My thing's sound effects. Here's a T-Rex. And that magician. You know the one. So innocent, wasn't it? I've been thinking a lot about how much this changes as we get older. I'm sure I'm not the only one who knows an entrepreneurial parent that's always encouraging their kids to turn their talents into cash. Some of us have those parents. Many of us are or will be. Social media has us all making accounts for our hobbies and turning them into side hustles. For many of us, gone are the days of being quietly interested in a new thing. But what happens when, unlike being a T-Rex impersonator, your thing is tied up with visibility? What if you're a rapper, or athlete, or even a scientist? Do you press into your gifts or shrink back? And to top it all off, how might you handle this as an introvert or a private person? Selassie Dra is one of my favorite artists in Edmonton, and he's been navigating the scene while asking all of these questions. After all, his debut EP was titled Recluse. Yet what you'll hear throughout exudes confidence and skill. And what started out as an interview quickly became more of a conversation, as Selassie dove into the challenges he's facing as a hip-hop artist performing and releasing music today. He speaks about the danger of authenticity and why it's important not to rob others of inspiration. He reminds us that we are mortal, that one day we won't be here. There isn't time to waste being someone else. And if this sounds more like an exchange between two friends than an interview, I should mention that we've shared the stage on a few occasions. But unlike him, I have the privilege of hiding in the background, behind some drums, while he's up front and center for everyone to see. Here's our conversation. My name is Selassie Dra. My artist name is Selassie Dra. My pronouns are he or they. Um, and I am an artist from residing in Edmonton. Mm. How did you come to claim that title? I have always been an artist at heart, I would like to say, but I really started recording. Recording, 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 recording. And being more like official in terms of like releasing music um, and stuff like that. When I met my friend Alan in high school, but but the further I go though, I feel like that wasn't really a start. It was just like us just 
like recording demos really. So I would say in 2016, I like to give that 2015 or, or 16 is, is, is a safe start. At that time, I had graduated high school. Yeah, I graduated high school because everything in high school is sort of, sort of like just demos and stuff. I did perform at my grad in front of like a thousand people who were graduating, but and that was great. But in terms of like when I was able to really put my own self in my music and like really be as authentic as I possibly could by myself, like that was in 2015, Alan and I did more music in the past, but now he owns his own studio. He's been organizing the show that I was in yesterday. He actually organized that. Um, he's really now like having the community. I'm just proud of him. Like he's his own man now, you know, like we're not, we're not like kids anymore. Like when I see him out and about, it's just like, it's so crazy. Like just seeing your friend just blossom, like such an awesome thing. I'm just like, man, he is so grown. What about your your households growing up? Where did music kind of start in that context? From my dad, for sure, because my dad played a lot of music. He still does. Um, and I think that just like hearing a lot of his music that really uh, that really influenced me. Uh, music was honestly music is one of the only things I actually like like uh with everything I do like even when I travel like I don't I don't go on trips unless like music is part of it like if I'm not performing it's actually hard for me to go on a trip just to go on a trip so yeah music was part of everything that I did I used to freestyle back in junior high when I was in Ghana and of and of course in um in every every culture in Africa like music is a big part of of that culture right mm -hmm. so there was that uh there was also MTV <laughs> uh MTV only introduced me to a lot of music videos, especially those from North America and other parts of the world when I was younger and living in Ghana. Mm. So is that how rap came up? Because I know that your dad listened to all sorts of music, right? Yeah, yeah. Reggae music, rap music. Um, the thing with rap is I don't know what it was. Like it's just I don't know if it's the authenticity. I, I think maybe, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's the authenticity. Like, just rappers are cool people. <laughs> like, hmm. like, the image of a rapper is just cool. And hmm. when they can also be authentic with that, that's just, like, peak. Like, who? why would you not look up to someone like that, right? Like, why would you want to be that? And that, muse, that medium of expression for me is, like, super, super amazing. Like, and, I, I, and it is in my personality. I always want to be as authentic as I possibly can. So I feel like um, I'm only answering this question in the moment. I've never had to think about it, but yeah. I am 90% sure right now that that's probably the reason like rappers were just authentic huh. people. Wow. Yeah. So then, and this is interesting because I've had, I've had conversations about you and that is something that has come up is people say that you are yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try to be as authentic as possible. Um, but the, the more I grow, though, the more it becomes scary because um, we all want to be authentic, but like it's just not always safe for different reasons. It's just not always safe. And so, like, right now, the battle is to keep walking with as much integrity and authenticity as I possibly can 
in my journey. Like at first it wasn't like a big theme in my life, but now it has. But yes, like my goal is to is to be as authentic as I possibly can because I don't know how not to, mm. you know? And every time I ever step out of my way to just like do the most and not be who I am, it just never ended well. Like, and I, I to some extent, I feel like that's death too. Like you go too far with that and that's like death. Like, and it's worse than like your final hours on earth. Like to live and not have soul and not be yourself, I think it's a crazy thing. Uh, and anyone who's lived it will tell you, like, it just sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. Um, but we live in a world that like constantly forces us to not be ourselves and that's okay. Like it's not, you don't have to 24 or seven, like feel like you have to make this thing a fight all the time to be your authentic self. No, but like, if you can work towards it, why not? Every day you work, wake up in the morning, like, you go to work, you take the bus, like just, if you can try and be yourself, man, at least 60% of the time you're winning, even 50, <laughs> it's yeah. hard, you know? So, yeah. so that's my goal. And I, I want to inspire people to do that too. Cause I think it's a beautiful thing. Wow. Yeah. I can, I can empathize. Yeah. It's an internal battle. <laughs> it is. It is. It's not easy at all. It's not easy at all. Hmm. Well, I want to ask about, because you, you mentioned that the authenticity wasn't always the goal or wasn't always the main thing as an artist. Yeah. How did your beginnings and maybe the dynamic within your family, how did that sprout maybe in, an, in a household that is Ghanaian, you know, where, where as an immigrant to, to Canada, to North America, that maybe isn't always the path that our parents kind of set up for us? Yeah, yeah. Um, in my family, there was actually always room for like vocal expression. Like that was always there, but it was definitely hard in terms of a career. And that's something that we've never like overtly spoken about in my household. But for me, that was the pressure that I felt. Mm. Um, because sometimes like somebody might not tell you what not to do, but because they're not supporting what you want to do, like that's yeah. a pressure not to do what you want to do, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, so for me, that's what it felt like. But, um, but, but, but like career-wise, it was like really hard. Like even in Ghana, like, at, at, like now social media makes everything cool. It makes people feel like, like you can. Um, and I did have social media growing up, but it's not like what it is today. And um, I used to tell myself, like, I would not be a rapper because, like, why not? Like, I, I had, why would I, you know? Like, I had the skill, but why would I? Because culturally, it just didn't make sense. Like, I've been told, like, rappers don't make money. They're not this, they're not that. Like, so why would I? Yeah, that's interesting. So then, why did you? Why, how did this happen? How did you, you kind of fight through the even subliminal, subliminal messaging about like, oh, we support this kind of path and still you can be like, I am an artist. Right, right. Cause you're gonna die, man. <laughs> that's, huh. that's a blatant truth. Cause you're gonna die. Like <laughs> That's the cold truth. Like you're gonna die one day, right? You don't want to be a walking zombie on this earth, man. You don't want to be a walking zombie. Like, don't go crazy right now. Go tell your manager, F you, I'm going to be an artist. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is every day, 
you have to constantly work towards becoming towards being yourself i don't think there's ever gonna actually till you die i don't think there's a point where you're gonna be 100 yourself like and like that's okay but you got to work towards that so for me it's like if i wasn't doing this thing we call self-expression like do music like that that was just me right like i just got to express on wax like that's really just it mm. um i see the way it changes people's lives before it was strictly about people i just wanted to save people's lives and i thought my music could do that and my music did but now i've been learning about doing music for myself which was so hard because i didn't i was talking to someone and like but she was like yeah i make music for myself and i was like really so you like hit the key and like you're just like yeah i made it for myself like it's just a feeling just for you she was like yeah huh. and that tripped me out i felt so i was like what are you talking about and that was a time where i was like man screw music i don't I don't care anymore. Like I'm tired of like the shenanigans that comes with it. And she told me that and like that changed my life. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna take that. I'm a really, I don't get it right now what it means to make music for yourself, but I'm gonna try doing that. Mm. And so I did that. And now I know how to make music for myself. And huh. um, I come first before other people. Be before it was other people came first before me. And when that got too far, this whole thing got depressing because nothing was for me anymore. So there's still people in the equation for sure. But now it's like, okay, I have to do it for myself too because that's how you, you crash and burn when you don't, right? So, but, but long story short, like you have to self-express. Like you can't have a doctor in you. You can't have an astronaut in you and not work towards it. Like you have to. Like there's a sad truth about life that we're not get we're not gonna get to do everything we want and that's okay, but we can work towards it little by little. Hmm. Yeah. Would you say that that um this new kind of understanding of making music for yourself was wrapped up in your thoughts about ego? Do you think those two things are connected at all? I think so. I think so. I, I think like my ego was letting me do things for people. Like, I feel like people see ego as like being pompers and like, I don't even know if that's the word, but like just being up here and thinking you're, it's, that's not, I mean, ego in like a very spiritual way, like where you just don't listen to yourself. Like you're just stupid. And I'm just saying stupid in terms of just looking at myself. I, I'm talking to myself right yeah. now when I use the word stupid, but like, you're just being an idiot. Like, you know, what's best for you and you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like you're just being sick to yourself, mm. but like, and, and it could be for valid reasons. Like people hurt you and you're going to be guarded, but sometimes it gets too far. And it's just like, oh my God, like you're going crazy. You need to admit that to yourself. And that's the point that I was in. It's just like, you need to admit that like you're dying. Like it's a fight, but like you're dying, 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 dying.
started doing music first it was for people it was, it was for people whether whether i thought it was a good thing whether it's inspired like at some point it was just sick because where was it for me and if i don't live like i remember talking to this one girl that i used to like like we were driving in the car and i was like man i feel like i'm not doing enough for people like yeah people come to my shows yeah they like me yeah they say all these nice things but like i feel like i don't do enough and like i was like I don't even want to collect money anymore. And this is even thinking about that. That was some sick shit. But like, she was like, yo, what do you mean? Like, that is the exchange. Like, what you're doing huh. with people, money can't even buy. I mean, what you're saying right now is sick. The fact that you even think, like, look what you give to people. And you're thinking, like, their money can't even. It was some sick stuff, man. But I, huh. I really hope that answers your question. I went on a tirade. No, tirades are, tirades are welcome. No, I think I, I think I can see what you're saying. Um, that's a complicated relationship because like you are saying that ego is functional. Yeah. But there's a balance in terms of your artistry and moving forward, like move interacting with the world guarded or yeah. unguarded. Like there's a balance there. Yeah. 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 Which actually is the name of an EP that I wrote two years ago. And I think I'll be putting out, putting it out next year. It's called Unguarded. It's it's Unguarded or Guarded. But the way it's written is uh, un, the prefix un in bracket and then guarded. How do you actively tell present stories or or or? or explore what you're thinking about in the moment by revisiting and releasing these old tracks? You have to let these songs capture a piece of you, right? If I, if I let a song capture an authentic piece of me in the moment, two years later, I can look at it and be like, wow, that's a piece of me. Now you've locked that in a time capsule and it's a beautiful thing. So these songs are always telling stories that's why i can go back to these songs and like pick them up again right um a rhyme might not be as good the beat might be whack i might want to add something but mm. it doesn't the fundamental idea that i'm trying to express usually it, it stays there even if i've grown like it's just a beautiful encapsulation of like the person that i am so like like nine times out of ten like my music is doing that so i can easily go back and be like man this it, it might inform my present so i might have grown in the present moment that when i go back to that old song it's like oh right so this is where i came from now it's making sense or maybe i'm still in the same place and it might be like oh wow we got to explore this emotion some more or i might go back to the old song and be like um, I should have told this story, for example, because this was me. And then, like, it all depends, right? But that song will always have a story to tell if you put your authentic self into it. Wow, that's really, that's really, that's really difficult. Um, how do you, yeah, it's, it's difficult enough to be authentic in the everyday, but I think it's, it's a next level of difficult to be authentic as an artist, because I guess that is a relationship like between yourself and the music. I think the music like is a thing, like is a thing of itself, like outside of us, the music yeah. exists. 
so it's it's a relationship to be authentic with it that's that's challenging and and so yeah that's that's impressive yeah yeah for (laughs) sure to kind of stare music in the face and be like i'm gonna try to be real with you yeah yeah it's hard yeah i never realized how hard that was until like it's hard it used to come so effortlessly to me, but once I got guarded and I had to open up and 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 up. Once I got guarded and was forced to open up, that's when I realized like being an artist and expressing your true self is just the hardest thing ever. When you're coming from a guarded place. How do you deal with the amount of perception or like public visibility that you have as an artist? I was literally going through it yesterday and today. I just had a show mm-hmm. with so much love and my stupid self is like, run away from this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we're not doing this. Cause I've had a pattern mm-hmm. where like, yo, attention kills me, bro. I don't know how people like attention so much. But attention just like, my social anxiety goes through the fucking roof. And it's so crazy because like, I love to see Mm. people connect with the music. When people tell me something changed your life, I'm like, oh my goodness, thank, like, thank you, God. Like, I'm grateful for this gift. Like, thank you. Like, cause that's what we all want to do, right? Like at the end of the day, like we want to make people's lives better. Like. No one wants to be around people who are like, yo, you're just negative all the time. You don't help. So like at the end of the day, we want to make people feel like that. But honestly, man, the attention is like a lot. And it scares me because I don't even, it's not like I don't even think. I know I'm not like well-known. And it scares me because it's like, well, you want this to reach more people, right? And it's like, yeah, but you you don't want the attention that comes with it. And it's like, no. And it's such a balancing act right now. I could not answer that question for you. The fact that I'm only in this city and it's like, Mm. I can't even deal with the few people that like, like me and listen to me. And it sucks because I don't ever want anyone to even take it personally because there's so many people who love me, bro. Like when I was performing yesterday, I was like, man, I am so loved. Like I am so, so loved. Like, Mm. Like, there's so many people who are genuinely, like, you have to make it out of here. Like, people been telling me that, bro. Like, people, and people are so ready to support and just, like, push me and elevate me. And here comes this stupid thing that's just holding me back. Like, COVID was great for me. Like, I was at home, and I was like, we're it's over a year, and I still feel good. And I'm like, you're sick. why do you feel so good like everyone is depressed like Mm. they miss people and here you are like i feel great i even when it got bad i was like nah it's gonna be fine tomorrow it's great like because i'm like yo i'd rather do that than that and so i have this split Mm. it's so drastic man i have such a split personality man and this body is like literally tired like he's like if I was to be honest man whew, I love people but I love running away from people mm. I don't hate people at all no of course not yeah at all. love people I'm I'm even too loved for that but I love people and 
fear and like anxiety just like poof i can be on the other side of the spectrum so mm-hmm. like it's it's a balancing act for sure for sure wow i really empathize with that i've been thinking a lot about fame yeah um and how i've have been having a lot of discussions about famous people because i think that that title or that that visibility is super scary um and especially nowadays i think people are more aware of the responsibility that it comes with um but i've also been thinking about the fact that a lot of these people in certain areas like let's say usain bolt he's famous but he's also just really like he's just really good at what he does he's just the fastest person on the planet he didn't ask so much for fame as much as he pushed himself to be the good at the gift that he's been given and i'm like how do i push myself to be good or to to accept the gift that i'm given and and push it far but mm-hmm. also maybe avoid this thing that i'm maybe afraid of and i don't know if i want to mess with yeah 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 that is such a good point because i feel like once you start to see sometimes that the gift is what might bring the fame then you also start to self sabotage and that's like a theme in my life right now where like i literally self sabotage myself because i'm like i know what's i know what's going to come with it so it's like i'd rather mess it up so i'm like in this thing like i'm literally battling myself right now like i've i've dealt with my battles with people and it's like bro it's like actually not the hardest thing. I don't care. I like when it comes to people, I'm just like do whatever. Like I don't even battle with people. Like it's just a battle with self. Because it's just imagine you saying will be like I'm just not going to run because of the exactly. thing that comes to that. Like that's some crazy like that. that's crazy. <laughs> like and I would never want that for him. I would never want that. But at the same time I'm like what if like this is a, that's a that's a tough thing to be so visible it is like look look at all the great moments he gave us like look like even the fact that we know like someone like that existed and like we could tell this story to like generations after like it's it's a gift to the world you know what i'm saying like man you saying inspired me just watching him like and and there's a lot of people that i know some of them personally i'm like Oh my god, like you got to get these songs out. You got to get these records out. And like it's it's so hypocritical cuz like mm. I do that. You know what I'm saying? And so like I just always say that thing with like a grain of salt because I so like I can sympathize. Like I sympathize with that so much. But sometimes mm. that also inspires me. I'm like it makes me look at myself and be like Well, maybe that's how people feel about you. Maybe you need to put out some music. Maybe you're someone's inspiration and mm-hmm. right now you're being an idiot. That's when I look at myself and be like, "Yo, you're robbing someone of a certain inspiration or of a certain of a certain gift, right?" And I strongly believe like when you have a gift, you should use it. I just spoke about being your most authentic self, right? But at the same time I'm also speaking about this because it's such a battle and that's how far in the spectrum i am on both sides mm. like it's it's a, it's a battle mm. so i want to ask you now what what you're up to 
kind of in the present day. I know that you're you're in a bit of a let's say if we're on the spectrum, it seems like you're you're being open to being more visible right now. You're releasing a few singles of your own. You're you're releasing music that you're featured on. Where did that kind of come from? Has this been something you're cooking up or or did this did this come from introspection where you're like, okay, I'm in a place where I'm ready to be visible? I think from I think for me it was just like I, I have to use this gift. Like this is not about having expectations and like meeting them. I'm just scared that if I don't express, then it's just like that gets taken away from you. Like you don't you don't inspire people. You're basically killing yourself and robbing yourself with this gift that you've been given. So like it got to a point where it's just it was just beyond me and I just had to do it. Like, it's, it's not about me anymore. Like, when I, yesterday's show was not about me. Like, it's such a release for me, but that's as far as it gets. Like, it's just, it's a release for me. After that, like, other people take it from there, right? Yeah. Hmm. And that, that other sentiment that you added there, I've, I've learned the same thing. When you release music, you literally release it. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. departs from you. I like, like that. I like it, that. It, it escapes the cage of like being still just ours. Yeah. It's now it's now everyone's and it, it can be something it can serve different purposes for different people and people can have different feelings about it. And and you know, there's people that are gonna review it and maybe not like it. And you're like, that's 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 you. That's it's not it's not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's out out and gone like you said release it's it's quite literally just released Hmm. i I like that i like that analogy Hmm. well i want to i want to ask you about the track that you recorded for this podcast so it's called falling um and we've we've mentioned you kind of seeing bits and pieces of yourself in different songs i'd love to hear what you saw or what you learned about yourself in that song there is actually yeah that was like one of those songs where um it was produced by jay black um the original was by uh alan and aliza and so i heard this song and this was in the pandemic like i was in a rut not because of the pandemic i was just honestly what I was going through personally I was just like going through it and the pandemic came so like that song just inspired me and just like got me out of a certain rut and I, I heard that song and I was like you're going crazy oh my god I was like yo you sound like pop smoke I was like where did this deep voice come from and like I said like Alan has been inspiring me like lately with the things that he's doing like even people who knew him know like his rapping has like changed like drastically so that that really inspired me and I was like can I do a remix to this and he was like yeah I'll connect you and Jay Black so me and Jay Black just connected I hit a spot we recorded that song and man he was so supportive man because I hate oh my god man this 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 engineers who don't help you man like they know something is trash and they just don't tell you like or they can't even give you a single opinion and like Jay man like he made that song his song too. And of course he produced it, right? But he went like above and beyond. So yeah, I was in a place where I was just coming out of a shell and it was just like, especially that line, like, 
you ever seen the color black shine bright? That's the kind of light I'm like. Took a fall, thought I was going to hit rock bottom. Instead, I just took flight. It's like, yeah, I'm really still here. Like, Alan had said that. And I was like, yeah, I feel like that too. I feel like I'm still here. Like, I feel like I can get up again. And so that really inspired me. And the, there's a couple of lines that were just like, I've spoken even about in terms of just like some of the questions you asked me. Like, there's a line where I said, like, I used to keep my doors open, then I got them shut. Parasitic voices put me in a bloody rut, stabbing every part of me and drilling every gut. Ah, I couldn't tell you what the feeling was, and I put in lots. You know I don't settle much, but you look me in the eye and tell me level up. Right, I'ma turn it up a notch, and your downfall here is what you call a petty bluff. If they're dope, then call me maestro. Better yet, I'm Michael. Like, all of this I've already spoken about in an interview. That song really captures like a lot of what had been happening. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's that's beautiful. This is Falling by Selassie Dra, produced by Jay Black, featuring Aliza and Alan Intwali, recorded live at CJSR this summer. Shout out Jay Black, shout out Aliza, shout out Alan. Let go and live that with blisses. Who's think we'll live this like Christmas? Life served me all but my wish list. Burn me alive, the nightmares are endless. Tough skins to get work to stretches. Fence up, but life shoot through hedges. Your best up, but you weeping wet it. Someone show me life past multi measures. Shut y'all on our feet, planted steady. We cool out the pull out confetti. This war, I was all done already. Well, excuse me, but this crown got heavy. Bet y'all these fools ain't so scary. They still breathe, but they souls been buried. Black out the beast. Space gets splattered and Marshall, the slim shake don't matter. I told y'all, don't guess my steez. And if you've been about it from time, why plead? Food are getting ready for them clowns like these. This aim at you, get wet like sneeze. Probably shouldn't live solely on your belief because everything you show them is a threat to your sleep. Hit rock bottom, crashed on a high beam. Seen death twice, could have asked why me. Used to keep my doors open, then I got them shut. Parasitic voices put me in a bloody rut. Stabbing every part of me and drilling every gut. Uh, I couldn't tell you what the feeling was. And I put in lots, you know I don't settle much. But you look me in the eye and tell me level up Right, I'ma turn it up a notch and you're down for years What you call a petty bluff? If they're dope, then call me Maestro Better yet, I'm fucking Michael See no kings wherever I go Blind man asking where'd the light go? Go, eyes wide open through the mission Seen it pissing on a vision It ain't nothing but don't tell me where to step I promise I ain't petty, we ain't kids So I see it as a lesson But they're paranoid, they're thinking that I'm vexed If it was an issue, then you wouldn't have to guess Like Nike's man's would've probably been checked Don't bang sets when I put it on chest They don't live on code, I don't need the respect If you're a king Will explain this first Was a king in the ghost town so cursed Heart stiff cold like a clutch on the purse Hit right bottom and there ain't no reverse I'm here I just have to wait for when the time right Right, I'm far focused on the next man's wrongs First, I gotta get my right You ever seen the color black shine bright? That's the kind of light I'm like Took a fall, thought I was gonna hit rock bottom Instead, I just took flight Jake Black yeah.
That was Falling by Selassie Dra. And that's all for our show today. Thank you to Selassie for his time and wisdom. Today's show was produced by myself, Biboye Onanuga. High Level Hip Hop is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts to hear next week's episode with CX to the World. Our first two episodes are out right now, so go check them out. You can also find us online at highlevelhiphop.transistor.fm and on Facebook and Instagram at highlevelhiphop. Send us an email at highlevelhiphop at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the show. Our artwork is done by Esther DiMalanta and original music by Sasha Liebrand. Special thanks to Miles Wilkinson for recording all the tracks for this pod. Bye, humans. Bye.